Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We've created a free self-care checklist and it's ready for you to download today. On the checklist, you'll find 50 brand new ideas to practice self-care. And it's not just bubble baths. Download the free checklist today and be reminded of the importance of practicing self-care. Head to themerrymakersisters.com forward slash self-care. All right, let's get into the episode. Welcome to episode 362 on the Get Merry podcast. And of course, we're so excited to be back here this week with a brand new episode. We're coming to your ears. I feel like this is going to be pretty actionable, this episode. Oh, yes, I think so. And I'm excited about it because it's one of my favorite topics. We're talking about planning, organization, and how we do it individually and also together because I think that that is important. Like, you know, Mm. in our lives we all have different partnerships. Yes. And to work with someone to plan something can be totally different to when you're planning something by yourself. Yeah, I think like some people dream of having like that partner or that person who does all the planning and they don't have to do a single thing and like Is that's that you? No. That's not <laughs> I mean like I would say some people take on the role of planning and they're just better at it. Mm, true. Uh and like you know in that partnership that's fair enough, but I would say most partnerships do have like, you know, you'd look after this stuff and I look after this stuff. I feel like for that person where it kind of like they're just better at it, and I think I can speak for myself here, that sometimes it can be overwhelming being that person and then you're sometimes just like, I wish someone else would just do this for once. Yeah, but that's like then you just ask for help though because that's the thing like when uh, I think when you are that person, because Carla, I will say this about you, that you have this attitude (laughs) of like in the past I've experienced it and maybe it's not your attitude always, but like it's like you think you're better at it and you don't like how other people do stuff sometimes. And it's like that perhaps makes people unsure whether they can take on the planning reins or like, you know, they just feel that, um, you know, you want to do it. Yeah, I feel like I'm probably <laughs> not like that anymore. Like say, for example, you wanted to like plan something in the business, I would be like, okay, go for it. But yeah, that's kind of my role. Yeah, well, I think you're good at project planning. Like you're organized. You always have been as like that's a personality trait. Mine has not been that. Like it's definitely not my strength to be like the super most organized. I am organized and I get stuff done. It's just probably not in a way that you appreciate. Yeah, and I think a great example is like growing up, doing our homework. Yeah. So – And I bet you at home, you're a Carla or you're an Emma when you did your homework. I'm sure we've talked about this before. You either (laughs) left it to the last minute the day before or you – and that's an Emma, by the way. And if you were a Carla, the first day you got it, you looked at the due date, you were like, great, I've got six weeks to do this. How about I just finish this now? I just was never that person. Like maybe I was on assignments I liked. Perhaps – True. Perhaps on assignments I liked. And, I mean, that's the thing, like – when I really like a project, 
and enjoyed everything, I'm so good at it. Mm. And I am good at planning. Yeah. I mean, let's like bring some examples and like exactly how we've gone about it. Because I think that there's like a lot of things, you know, when you run your own business, there's so many moving parts and there's so many things. Like if you want to get something done, but then you're also already running like a a, a section of your business. Now you're working on a new thing. Gosh, Mm -hmm. like that just adds in a whole nother level. So let's use right now as an example. So when we first started Marybody, it was like this overwhelming monster thing that we'd created. And as time passed, like, you know, a year, a year and a half, we'd really systemized Marybody and it was all process driven. And a lot of the tasks were outsourced. Yes. And this allowed us to have so much more space. Now this was like due to lots of organization, lots of processes that were created, like documents that outlined step-by-step exactly how to do every single task. It was, it's amazing to and see having people and having a team tasks. do the tasks. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and now add on a brand new project that we're working on the teacher training, which I know lots of people have been messaging us about. And yes, you will be first to know when the, the first cohort is officially live. So keep your ear out. Uh, this is a thing we've never done before. And so mm. it's a whole new project. So having Marybody already systemized and process driven allowed us to have space to create this new project Mm -hmm. with this project we had to kind of sit down and we outlined like every tiny thing that was involved starting with me getting the right qualifications to be the lead trainer like yes to think back to that moment when we were like okay Carla you need to finish your 500 and then you need to do x well I mean like that's the thing it's like you can have this big idea but then you don't realize oh like it there's so many aspects of it including like you getting further training Mm. uh and it can be so overwhelming and feel like there's so much that you kind of just stop. You don't even give it a go. Mm-hmm. And that I'm sure you can all relate to like a big idea or a big project, whether it's further education or whether it's, I don't know, a big holiday or a big renovation or whatever it is. It might not even be big. It just might feel overwhelming. Uh, when we look at the big picture, the end, it can be so overwhelming that you don't even begin. Whereas we always like to say, step by step Mm. just focus on step one but you need to know what step one is right like you need to break it down make a bit of a plan even just have the first five steps outline and then when what happens when you step one two three four five the next 10 steps maybe become more clearer and so on and so on yeah and like any project the first time you're going to do anything it feels so big and so hard and then you do it a second time oh piece of cake a third time mm, i can do this while i'm sleeping Yeah, totally. And I think like that really helped us like in that first stage of nutting out like what did we actually have to get done and then setting a date for it. I feel like that's like a really big thing. And I know like we've all heard of this before, you know, setting the goal and like setting the time, but having it written down like in the calendar, like do this this day. It's so true. And I mean, you could even do that. Like I'm just thinking of my whiteboard up there and like my list of like stuff to do around the house is growing. And, you know, it becomes quite overwhelming when you're like, gee, like this just keeps going and going. I've got to get this check, got to get the plumber here, got to get the solar panels in and like da, 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 da. And it's like, oh, why don't I set like a goal? Okay. My goal for today is to get one of these ticked off. Mm -hmm. Like that's, I do need to be more stronger and stricter with myself, but I also choose to surround myself with people who like can manage upwards. 
I put myself up on that pedestal. <laughs> what, just, do you, what do you mean? Like, you tell me what to do. Oh, Damiano yeah. tells me what to do. You know, like people boss me around. <laughs> like I w- – look, I sometimes bossy people can offend me, of course, because sometimes the tone can be feel a bit rude. But you talk about this, you get over it, you move through it, you understand each other better. However, I'm very much the first person to put my hand up and say sometimes I need help in like – I need to be bossed around a little bit. And like, that's me. Yeah. And that, I think this is like where it comes to like partnerships, like knowing each other's strengths yes. and weaknesses and knowing how you like best work together. Yes. Because like, if both of you are like type A, then you both have to be like, okay, we're both type A. So maybe it's like divide and conquer yeah. like actual mini projects each. Whereas like, if it's me yeah, and true, you, Emma, true, true. like we work better in like, okay, um, I'm going to sort out a plan of attack. Like, I'm going to write it all down. I'm going to make yeah. the spreadsheet and I'm going to share it with you. And yeah. you'll see there's some highlighted points and they're yeah. yours. That's like the perfect way. Like I would never be a good, good – like I'm not a great leader. Like I'm not a leader. I've never been a good leader. I'm a good motivator. I'm a great team member. Uh, like I'm a, I'm a great uh, – what's the word? Implementer. Mm-hmm. Like you tell me what to do, yeah. I will do it. You tell me by when, even better because sometimes it might be like, <laughs> oh, I don't feel like doing that. <laughs> You're like there was no deadline, so yeah. – <laughs> gee I sound so annoying but really I'm not because I do get it done especially when I'm in a like I love this project and also then if you know again (laughs) if you know who you're in partnership with like me I know if I tell you what to do and do it by the end of today I can count on it's going to be done yeah exactly Um, even if it's at 505 I'm like oh crap I forgot to do that but she told me I better bloody do it I'll be in trouble (laughs) oh it's actually hilarious but it works what about you and Joel because you're both quite organized are you like type a organizers or like yeah no we're both really we're both really organized and I'll give an example like um if we just he, I should say he, he just settled his property in Canberra and there's been like a lot of things yeah. like that have to be ticked off about it. And the other day he was like, all right, I'll do this. And Carla, you do that. And I looked at him like, how dare you tell me what to do? <laughs> You're not used to it. Like, and he was like, what? He was like, divide and conquer. And then I was like, oh, okay. You're and like, this is what this like, feels this about. Weird. I'm glad you got to experience bossiness. <laughs> no, I was like, this is really strange that you just told me what to do. But then I didn't. And I was like, great. And like then both of them got done. But he said the two things that needed to be done. And I kind of just assumed he was going to do them both because he was like talking about it. Yeah. And then he was like, Carly, you do this one. And I, I was a bit confused by that. But then I got <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> um, that's hilarious. And, yeah, so that's good. I feel like he was getting you back for being so bossy to him that you he enjoyed being bossy well, to you. Well, you did ask him what three things he – how he would describe me in three words. And the first, the first one, one was very bossy. Not just one word. It was very bossy. And, you know, I talked to him about that after my, my hands and I said – and he was like, there was that other word. What's that other word that you use all the time about the bossiness? And I was like, leadership skills, Joel. But I secretly love it. Like <laughs> he said it and like I'm like, haha, Carl is going to be like, no, it's leadership and I'm just going to leave it in there because it's hilarious. <laughs> this is why I love Joel because like he sees just how bossy <laughs> she is. So we can like, you know, uh, what's that word? Like bond over that. Which you do. Oh, yeah. And we gang up on her because she needs to be ganged up on. What about you and Dummy? I know, like, well, he's, he's very organized. He's very organized. I would say sometimes 
he's also he's also very bossy too. Like especially <laughs> in the kitchen. Oh he's, yeah, I've seen like it. if if someone didn't know us and like saw him and me cooking, you'd be like, who is this guy? Like he's so rude. Because uh, just imagine Italiano and like passionate about cooking and like so bossy and like if you do something wrong you know about it why did you do this my love like what is this like what are you doing (laughs) like he's so he's actually so rude in the kitchen and like the first time we cooked together in front of people I was a bit like oh my gosh like he's not normally like this I'm embarrassed (laughs) like everyone's gonna think he's a bad boyfriend but in fact like we laugh about it now because like we joke about it in the kitchen there's no rules, okay? He has full permission to be bossy. Like it's, that's he's he I would describe him like a surgeon in <laughs> in the kitchen. Like he's like scapula. Like yes. he's, he's he's like spatula. Like he's not like <laughs> you know, he, he's having so much fun, but like really, it's not like a like he's very serious it's as not a, well. It, I would say it's not a joyful. You're like kind like when I watch him in the kitchen, I'm like, oh my god! Like he's so serious and so into this. Like it's he really cool it. to watch. But yeah, the first couple of times I saw him, and but now I just laugh. Like now I'll see him and I'll be like, he'll like hip you out of the way or like. <laughs> okay, no wait. The funniest thing. The funniest and mum talks about this one. <laughs> the funniest thing, because me and mum talked about it after one time we had dinner. She was like, I just couldn't believe it. He had the vacuum out and was vacuuming under Emma's feet while she was still in the kitchen. <laughs> it was so funny. Look, he's a, character. Yeah. <laughs> he's a character, that guy. He's really quite, I mean, like, honestly, if we made a cooking show, like, it would be really funny like he's entertaining and like he knows it as well so he plays up to it when there's people there I'm sure no in fact that when we don't even have an audience it's just the same so he doesn't (laughs) it's just him but he is very organized as well and a perfect example was when we went on our trip Mm. like he pretty much did everything like he organized so good like it was great I mean we booked all the accommodation together we chose that together um, but he kind of did like, all right, today we're doing this, mm-hmm. which is so nice. so nice. And, I mean, it's because it's his domain, like it's his country, his culture. So he was really passionate and excited to show me and share this this special thing with me. And it's like, you know, he's experienced it before. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I want to show you this. It was so good though, like to have that that where someone just – decides for you I think sometimes when you're traveling it's like what do you want to do like like ah uh but to have like someone know like oh this is good this is an option this is an option let's see what happens Mm -hmm. I think you know we were very like we didn't plan everything before and I think like that's us like we are more like let's see what happens like let's see how the day unfolds let's wait let's just walk around like I love just walking around like I don't have to have like uh, what do you call it? Activity. Itinerary. I don't need an itinerary. I'm in this city. All right. What am I going to do? Walk around. Mm. Like, and me and you were like that yeah. too. Like, we had a few things booked when we were traveled back in the day in our early twenties around Europe, uh, and that was good. But then a lot of the other days, we just walked and walked and walked. And literally, that is my favorite way to see new cities. Mm. I mean, like, obviously, some places are more like you. 
obvious to do that because you know you walk around Rome there's something to see every any every meter there's something to see everything has a story whereas maybe you'll go to I don't know more like nature yeah well place. if you go somewhere like for example port douglas or something like to the great yeah Barrier Lake, yeah like yeah you I need did. to book stuff like you kind of have to be organized because well one everything books out like if you want to go to the nice restaurants yeah and yeah like because it's not there's one street you know there's a street that you yeah, walk down small. and or you do some hikes and things but then you need to book the tours if you want to yeah, go on the so boat and things like that Whereas, like, when we went to New York, we had no plans. No. We literally – we didn't even do any of the stuff. I don't stuff. Even think we did anything. We just walked, we just around, walked around. And, that was and like, like, went to cafes and bars and restaurants. Uh, I love that It was holiday. very fun. But I think that's my preferred holiday, in fact. To walk around. To just walk around. Explore. to go to, to go to places and just pretend I live there. Yes. Like, I really enjoyed doing that. Me too. Uh, and I really enjoyed doing that in Italy. I mean, we Couldn't didn't – we didn't do any to like no we did a tour of the Colosseum and the Forum and we did a great tour and if you need the tour guide I should tell you it's Alessandra and I don't remember the name of the company good job Emmy but um it was fantastic because she was an actress she was Italian an actress and an archaeologist wow and like you know those tours are so amazing like you you learn so much on a tour like that. Yeah. And we did like some underground tours in Perugia. Like, you know, these are good tours, but it was like not too much. Like I don't like too many organized things. I yeah. like to be more flexible. Uh, and obviously like, you know, in Rome, like Damiano knew a lot of people. So it was like, oh, well, we're going to dinner here. And it was very ad hoc, which was really nice. Like, what are you doing now? Oh, let's go to dinner at 9.30 p.m., guys. Too late. That is crazy, right? Like it's such a different culture, but it's so fun. We were out in Naples and kids were coming out to dinner with their families at 10 p.m. 10 p.m. Our restaurants close at bloody 8.30 p.m. That's ridiculous. Like I would say on the Gold Coast, it's a bit extreme. Like it feels like everywhere shuts too early. Mm, I was at Benita the other night and like we had our booking at 7 and I was thinking – like even on my booking, it was like you need to be up by an hour and a half, typical of Australia, to kick you out in ninety minutes. I hate that. And but then they were like, by the time we hit our hour and a half, they were closing shop. Like there wasn't another sitting, which I thought was crazy because like it was a Friday night. That's and, insane. Yeah. See, that's what I love about Italy, and like Spain, Greece, all the same. And I really, I really recommend that when you travel there, embrace their culture, embrace this way. Carla and Joel, if and when you go to Italy, you're not going to dinner at we six did this p.m. in Greece. Well we had done, like dinners. Yeah, well, you'll continue in Italy too, especially if you're with us because you have to. Yeah, we'll be like, we're hungry, we need a snack. Yeah, well, you That's can have. That's why there's aperitivo. Yeah, aperitivo, and you go, go do that, and then. Yeah, no, Boom. we will definitely be doing that because aperitivo sounds fantastic and I can't wait to have a drink and well, free snacks. You go, you go at five, get some little snacks, open your stomach or whatever, <laughs> and then have a little nap if you even need to and then go back out at 8.39. I probably won't have a nap. Well, that relax. Really do some relaxing. Yeah. Do some walking around. So but, yes, so back, back, to okay, planning. back to planning. Hmm. Um, what I about think... weddings? You're planning a wedding. How did you go about I that? I know. It's so funny. We were at a lunch yesterday with um, the family. The The dad of the family is going to be the MC for the wedding. They're old family friends. And one of the 
sons was like how long did it take you to plan our your wedding and i was saying oh well you know like we started two days after we were engaged blah blah so what's that like eight months and he was like eight months took us two years to plan this our wedding blah blah blah, telling me all about how stressed and how crazy the planning was two years yeah and i was in my mind i was like yeah but it took them two years because they booked it in two years yeah so then you take Two, two years. years. Like, it really does depend where you get married and like if you mm. have a like if you're very attached to a certain venue and yeah, the availability of a venue. And also like what you're doing. Mm. Like I could plan a wedding in one minute. Totally. I got <laughs> I I was like, I could have planned a wedding like the day we got engaged and we could have got married the next day and it would have been fine. It would have been fine. It would have been perfect. Yeah. So but also we do have a event management skills, so yeah, but I would also say, like, obviously the more you have in your wedding, the more it takes to plan. Like, yes. I could literally get married in my backyard. Yeah, definitely. And, like, all I need to do is go find a white dress and a celebrate. Doesn't even need to be white anymore. Yeah, true. Could be pink. Could be yeah, black. flowery. Could be red. Uh, so. Or book it or town hall or whatever yeah, they two, call it. The two things that, like, Council. helped me the most are spreadsheets obviously you love your spreadsheets love my spreadsheets and um the the motion of actually using the spreadsheets yeah well <laughs> i would say like as well don't just make the spreadsheet no, you need to, you need use, to use it. it and like it's so simple really and that's how we did our travel like you know like we put the days where we're traveling to the accommodation once it was booked like it's all in the spreadsheet yeah. like I made a spreadsheet for our trip. Yeah. We had an itinerary that I then shared with you. You have to do that. Yeah. And you you have a uh, spreadsheet with all your to-dos and you share with me and you're like, am I forgetting anything? Like this is all organized. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you might allocate tasks to people. Mm-hmm. Budgets. Budgets. Also, yeah, you important. need – see, we learned all this stuff because we did TAFE – TAFE, I did event management, you did PR, like yeah. where you're managing and organizing campaigns mm-hmm. and media buying. These skills translate to everything. I loved learning yeah. budgeting. Like that was one of my favorite things to do. So budgeting and then again using your budget because like we can all be like we think we're going to spend this much yeah. and like you do like your estimated budget and then you yeah. just leave it and you leave it out the door and then you have no idea how much money you spent and then suddenly your wedding has exceeded $100,000 and you're wondering where that went. Well, I just can see like even from you Carla like you know you get this you go down that wedding wormhole on the internet where like everyone's sharing the highlight reel of their weddings all the perfectly curated things of their weddings and you're like do i need that do i need that do i need that oh that's a hundred dollars oh that's five hundred dollars oh that's a thousand dollars and then it adds up and you're like gee how did my twenty five thousand dollar budget get to seventy thousand whoops that happened not that yours did that but no it did exceed my budget but i think we've done a very good well i read a stat that the average like wedding is uh, Thirty-five to fifty-five thousand dollars in Australia. I also have been reading an article that's going around the interwebs lately, saying that the rise in elopement and like backyard weddings, mm. like very casual since COVID, because yeah. people had to do these micro weddings. That this is staying. That that's this is gaining fun. popularity because people are like, oh look, I could spend fifty thousand dollars on my wedding, or I could put that here. Yeah, I could renovate my house. I could buy a house. I could, I go, could go to Italy. In- well, pretty much like that's what me and Damiana said. Well, like if we don't get married, like that's like at least three big trips to Italy, like ten thousand dollars each. You could spend on a great holiday, and the rest. 
Like you, like imagine if you spent like more than that on your wedding. Oh yeah, like, like if you spend like well, people spend a hundred k. We know people who spend a hundred k. I really think it's ludicrous. Like no offense to if you if you did, I think it's insane. Look, if you have the money and like it's not putting you in any silly situation, whatever, go for it. But also, maybe your money could have been could be spent like somewhere else, like better. Anyway, each to their own. But I think if it's putting you in a like in a in a debt beyond your means or your yeah you're just you're 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 just tapping that credit card left right and center you are it's bad it's bad it's, i'm sorry it's yeah, terrible it's we've got to check in and also apparently australians are like very 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 common and a lot more apparently this was on a a news story that i didn't listen to damiana heard it on the radio so who knows how accurate it is but they were saying that in Australia we spend more money beyond our means. Not we, as in me and you, but like perhaps, but, but, but perhaps you, if you're listening and you're like, ooh, that's me. Uh, but apparently like we do this. And I think my theory is, is that in Australia we have, although we've had hardships, yes, of course, I think we've probably had less hardships than many other countries around the world historically, like when you really think about it. Like touch wood. Touch wood. Um, like you think of Europe and how much war they've mm. seen. You think of Middle East, of course. Like these countries are war-torn. Yeah. Like we are very lucky. We're a very privileged country. Obviously, Indigenous people would have other words to say on that. Uh, and, yeah, of course, different story. I'm white and privileged. Second generation. Like very, very, like, amazing life. Mm-hmm. But I think because we we haven't had this, sometimes we forget that, oh, maybe you should keep some money for when something bad happens. Mm-hmm. Or like maybe like we shouldn't be so like, let's spend, Frivolous. let's spend. Like, yeah, I think like maybe this is what's caused this kind of behavior. Or maybe it's just like that financial illiteracy. How do you say that? Illiteracy. Illiteracy, like lacking that, like, yeah, you this don't where, understand. This is where budgeting comes in handy. And budgeting is so amazing. Budgeting not just for, like, planning, like, big things, but just for life in general. And, you know, managing money, like, we've if you've read any kind of, like, personal finance book, they usually tell you the same thing. As soon as your money hits your account, split it up into your account. Yep. Save some for that rainy day, that emergency fund. Save some for investing put this straight into like where your bills are getting taken and then the rest is like what you have to do your fun things with. And And it might mean that you have less fun things. Yeah, it might mean that you have to save. If you want a big fun thing, it might mean that you can't do do it right away and that you have to wait. What do you think like, because we're on the subject of budgeting, I feel like budgeting and planning goes hand in hand really. Mm. What do you think that you don't do? in your life like you don't buy and that's like you know like maybe it's something that a lot of people do i know exactly what i don't buy me too clothes yeah i don't buy clothes (laughs) like every now and again i buy clothes but this means that i don't have like the nicest amazing clothes and it means i don't have a new dress every no way uh, every different outing or every different fancy dinner it might mean guys that i re-wear the same dress Oh, I wear multiple times. Like weekend after weekend I do. Yeah, me too. I'm the same. Uh, Nails, I don't get my nails done. I get a pedicure like. Well, we get a pedicure for like filming. filming. Like if if we didn't film yoga videos where my toes are on camera. Yeah, probably. I probably would be like, yeah. But definitely nails. I don't get my nails done. I I was in the um, 
a habit of like buffing them, but my buffer broke. So like I need a new buffer. Oh, and that just, really works. I painted them clear and they look so yeah, they nice. Look nice. Um, don't get like, oh, so I used to get like LED light, but oh, then yeah. Joel bought me an LED mask, which I feel like I have made my money back in yeah. the use because you've used it. Mum's used it. Joel's used it. I would, like used to, it. I would like to get that. I mean, it's not about like saying no to everything. I think this is when you become kind of a budgeter, you can tend to be like, <laughs> no, 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 I can't do anything. I just have to. Oh, wait, let's do the other way. What do you spend that? Uh, what do you spend okay. your money on that could okay. be something that someone doesn't spend their money Food. on? Food. Mm. like I would say I mean like me and Damiano keep a pretty strict weekly budget definitely I mean he's a student like yes uh but you know on a weekend or something we will probably spend more money on like meat uh yeah. cheese we'll That's spend nice. we'll spend a lot of money on cheese absolutely <laughs> <laughs> like a lot and for a good reason and like in a, in Australia where it's so expensive you go to Italy it's so bloody cheap you're like yeah. gee I could spend so much money on cheese and it's amazing um I mean it's all I mean coming from Australia it feels cheap probably not cheap over there <laughs> for them but uh yeah I would say food wine we spend money on wine like you might go to a bottle not you like someone um, and you will spend like, I don't know, $15 on a bottle of wine. Like sometimes we spend like 10. Yeah. So sometimes we might spend $50 and that's not even, you know, that is even cheap for some other people. Yeah. Like Damiano has spent like hundreds of euros on wine before, like when he was in Italy. Yeah. That's mind blowing to me. Yeah. He did that. I think, um, but I love it now because we also don't really go out for dinner yes. here in Australia yeah. very often. I mean, we do, like yesterday, the, no, two days ago, we went out to Brisbane to go to a new Italian restaurant and that was beautiful and amazing. However, we do a lot of cooking at home and when I say we, I say him and I'm the the sous chef slash dish eater. pig. <laughs> I wash up. No, I'm the eater, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like we do that now. So maybe that's what we spend money on. We spend money on groceries. Mm. I spend money on the sauna. Yeah, you do I that. I go into the sauna. Um, acai bowls. Oh, I really like it. But I kind of love that. Like we always say, well, we don't have an office. We can go get an acai bowl yeah. every second day if we want. Yeah. And and they make us Obviously, so happy. I spend money on my dog. Gino. And I buy him things that aren't necessarily necessary for a dog. What, like, like I buy his toys. Yeah, like toys and also like the really good dog food. Like, oh, you know, yeah. like you, I could actually get cheaper dog food and I don't know, maybe it won't be, he, yeah. it won't make him as happy or like, I don't know. Anyway, I want to make sure he eats very well. Yeah. And like we, he eats like human food. Yeah. Like he eats like a very good diet. I would say aircon, like we put the aircon on whenever we want. Yeah. Like absolutely. I'm not, I don't care about that. And if I had, if it was cold, the heating, I'd put the heating on. Like I'm not going to be stingy mm-hmm. with that because yuck. Not yuck as in like shame on you, but yuck as in I hate being well, too cold it's or like too a hot. Comfort thing, isn't like it? I don't like I don't like that feeling of being yeah. cold. I don't like that feeling of being too hot. People would say like you should do that. You should go have ice baths. Yeah, and then also no. I do buy snacks. Yeah, you guys have a lot of snacks. You're abundant with yeah. snacks, and I'm always. See, like, I think we say we don't buy much snacks, but we buy like the expensive steaks. Yeah. Like yeah. we will spend like on a weeknight even like sometimes we'll be like, okay, let's get this steak. And it's like, it's pretty expensive, I think. Like, like $30? Well, some even, sometimes even more. Yeah, that's super expensive yeah. for a weekday dinner. 
Yeah, I know, but it's kind of fun and special, and you're mm. like, yeah, no, don't need to save it's it. It's nice, for a weekend. and that's the thing. Like, we all have our things, yeah, that we don't buy and that we do buy. And same with like your wedding and like travel yeah. and planning. It's like what's important to you. So it is important to like recognize what you value and are you buying it for yourself Mm -hmm. are you planning it for yourself or are you planning it to show off to other people or is it for instagram i think like like this is a really good thing like is it for instagram or is it for you and i think why are you doing it if the answer is it's for instagram that's what we need to check in Mm. like because and it's so easy to think that you need something or you want to you want this because you see someone else have it. It's so easy. I know. So then it's just like what actually matters to you, what's actually important. I mm. think it's such a like, isn't it a weird thing? Like like I'm grateful for the awareness of this, but I think about it all the time, you know, like like why is the world how it is? You know, in, in particular, you know, we live in this world with like such uh, polar opposites, don't we, like – there's such hardship in the world, very poor, and then there's such richness in the world. Like it's like kind of like hurts my brain mm. when people have nothing and then people have like insane amounts like of money and it's like, ah. And then you kind of look at the way brands work and even influencers and social media, even how we live our lives. Like I'm always like questioning about it and like like it's weird. Like maybe the world would be better if it was just everyone had even stuff. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean though? Yeah. And I mean like no, that that that's communism and like maybe it doesn't work but like I don't know. Like it's just the world is a hard place and I think, you know, sometimes I'm in these Facebook forums and they talk about this, especially like property investments. Like, like that's such a hard thing, isn't it? Because, you know, it's people's shelter we're talking about, people's livelihoods, but then it's also people wanting to get ahead and, like, make more money. And it's kind of like, oh, like, these subjects are really, like, what's, where do you stand, like, morally? Mm. It's interesting to think about kind of, like, I don't get anywhere with these thoughts, but it's awareness. It's like Emma's mind. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, scusa. Uh, so – Planning, it's like so simple when you when you break it down, isn't it? Like it's like it's really looking at a task, whether it's big or whether it's small, and then looking at all the small tasks that are involved. And I think for me, the easiest thing is to make sure that everything comes out of the mind and onto yes. a piece of paper or onto a computer because you will just simply keep thinking of the same thing over and over and over again. And that is what overwhelms yeah. you. It's not actually – the project or yeah. the like you know the thing that you are wanting to do or create it's the thinking about how you're going to do it and it's the same thoughts that you're thinking yeah. and i think as well like you know we can take it for granted that like we're pretty capable and good at planning but like if you're a person who really struggles I really recommend that you seek help. Like find someone who's good at planning and get them to do like a little a tutorial template. or a template. Like if you can't even think of the the spreadsheet, ask for help. There's probably a bunch of free planning templates online as well. Mm. But really it can be as simple as like task, yeah. date, who, status. Yes. Like they're like the yeah. – you've got your four columns. Like what are you going to do? Who's going to do it? When's it going to be done by? And is it done or and not? And I think also like remembering, oh, yeah, I checked that. 
once a week once a day or whatever you need like i need to recheck in yeah what is what's my task today yeah this remembering that it's a working document that like just because and this is so common it's like you know people like will create a plan yeah and they never look at the plan again yeah and it's just like well what was the point so it's like it's got to be used as a working document yes always getting updated like we are forever updating our things like you know because stuff doesn't go to plan yes something might blow out or there's a whole new section that we totally forgot about oh my god now we have to do this like and so then that gets added to the plan so it's pretty i mean i think like let's end on this other shorter example which i think is really like it's a fun thing that we did you know you going to italy like i think Mm. people were like oh how is she going to italy for seven weeks like they've got a business like how's that working yeah but we we like pre-recorded we pre-wrote we pre-scheduled everything that needed to happen within those seven weeks we pre-filmed everything that required both of us in the same room together it was all pre-done so before emma left like three months before emma left we looked ahead at the calendar, wrote down everything that needed to be done, and then did it before you left and made sure it was ticked off. And what it proved to me, proved to me was that, gee, like we can do so much more work than I thought. <laughs> like, wow. We could be like a year ahead in everything. Like, we should definitely keep doing this. It actually really helped us to um, create a better, more amazing business by you going yeah, away. And every time we have gone away – within our business of 10 years running it, I know that it has like up-leveled how we run things. Yeah. And I think that's because, you know, we get uh, kind of in the routine. So it's good to shake up the routine. Mm, Yes. And sometimes you might need to do that yourself. Okay. Like I need to change how I'm working. I'm going to put a deadline on myself. Yeah. But I just think that that was such an easy thing that we did. And it was just because we look, we looked forward. Yes. I think it's also really common, like, you know, for something to just like happen and be like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, it's here and like I haven't yeah like, not organized it's not organized like what what are we doing and like that's what causes the overwhelm well it is important to forecast as much as like in life like definitely spontaneity definitely flexibility like I'm all for that but some level of planning is important in your relationships in your shared visions for the future like this is important because if you don't kind of like make a plan it doesn't really go yeah you know it doesn't go that way you can't just expect life to like go towards the way you want it. If you have a goal in mind or a vision for your future, you need to actively plan and step towards it. And not like, you know, with strict or rigid rigidness, you can be more flexible about it as well. Yeah. And I think like, it's like the last thing is like, it doesn't need to be complicated. Mm-hmm. Like if that task, for example, like of us planning out those yeah, seven no. weeks was a simple spreadsheet of like week commencing date, what piece of content needed to be done and it wasn't done yet. And it wasn't overwhelming because we allowed adequate time. Yes. So I think that's another one. If you can be realistic with your time frames, don't put it all in like I need to get this done in a week <laughs> or a day. Like give yourself time so you can make it enjoyable because it is also important to you know for the way there, for the journey to be mm. enjoyable. Absolutely. Well, this was fun. I liked it. Yes. Me too. I love talking about planning. I love organizing things. It's so good. She's um, a Virgo. If you have any questions, let us know. Otherwise, we'll be back in your ears next week with a brand new episode. Bye. Bye.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.